0: Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Here's the one-two to Squires. Fly ball deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a
1: home run. It's a home run! A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock.
0: Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. To be honest with you, I haven't been worried about when the decision's going to be made or
1: or any of that timeline-wise. Just try to put my head down and handle it one day at a time, and that's been the mindset for both Sam and I, is just... How can we be playing the best ball by the end of camp?
0: Yeah, I know who I am. Um, I know what type of person I am. I know the character of person I was raised to be, and uh, I've always been. So uh, that's that's the biggest thing for me is continue to get, show who Deshaun Watson really is and the people that meet me and that's around me, they'll, f- they'll figure out who I really am, too.
2: The pitch to Pujols is hit deep down the left field
1: line, towards the wall, and it is gone!
0: A great Hey Sooner fans, Coach Venables here. Team 128's been out here grinding, putting in that work, counting on everybody to do their part. September 3rd, grab your tickets now. We'll see you then in the palace. Boomer Sooner. <laughs> For,
1: the fourth... <laughs> For the fourth time, <laughs> our two T Row in the Morning show. It's Friday. August 19, 15 days to kick off. Two weeks from tomorrow, the Palace will be alive. The UTEP Miners in town for the debut of the Brent Venables era at Oklahoma. Woo!
2: Teej, you excited? 15 days away. You excited? Oh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. My excitement kicks in week of, really. Oh, yeah? I've got too much going on uh, to even think about it uh, leading up to that. So, um, But, yes, absolutely excited. Hey,
1: a couple of OU football things. Did you see the video last night of Dylan Gabriel? And I think it was the quarterbacks, but it was a group of guys singing Katy Perry.
2: Katy Perry, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah.
1: I can't find it. What was that on? Did they delete that, or was it... I I went to the OU football account, and it's not there, so did I, I see that on it. another account?
2: I saw it on Twitter, and I don't even remember whose account it was, to be honest. It just The caption was... I don't think it was OU, because the caption was, apparently, all OU quarterbacks love Katy Perry. <laughs> so I don't think OU would have put that out. How should I feel about this? Um, well, we've made fun of the other schools for their guys tiktok dances in their locker rooms and stuff like that yes. so right, right, right i'm probably thinking you should probably give them a hard time a little bit is this a is this a bad sign for us is it no big deal was it
1: funny is it uh they were jamming to firework
2: yeah by Katy perry
1: and the whole team was going nuts
2: i know just being funny just having a good time so I'm better with that than the little TikTok dances these guys are doing, like, the little You're the wrong thing. person to act.
1: I know. I forgot. You got a crush on Katy Perry. I, well, I forgot.
2: That has nothing to do with it. I married the You're woman. Fine I, with- I have the OG Katy Perry. Um, no, they shouldn't be singing Katy Perry. Pick a cooler song than that, but, you know, they do it out of humor. Like, hey, it'll be funny if we do Firework by Katy Perry, so I get it.
1: I'm just saying, I, I'm with you. You know, we see the hard knocks and they have to sing funny songs and all that kind of stuff. I don't know what the situation is here. I feel like if this happened at Texas or somewhere else, we'd be crushing them for
2: it. Oh, we, There's no doubt we would. There's no yeah. doubt we would. That's yeah. how that works. Like They were having a good time. Our guys we can make fun of. Um, <laughs> you guys can't, but we can make fun of you.
1: The fact that the whole football team knows every word to Katy Perry's firework gives me reason for pause a little bit. I'm like, really, we know this? Like you don't know every word to it. Well, I do. I have a teenage daughter in my house, but uh um, yeah, it's not on there It's true. Twitter. I just thought they were cooler than me,
2: you I, know, I guess I'm getting text saying it was on the o u football Twitter account, but it's not there now, so you're right i did it get
1: taken just... down? I don't know. Wow. Somebody oh, said, oh you know okay. What, this it, it was on
2: OU Football's Instagram. That's where it was. I'm being sent it to Instagram, oh. not Twitter. So let me see if uh, mm-hmm. this will play. Oh, g <laughs> Yeah, probably shouldn't be that excited as they are in the room over that song. Like I mean, people start taking it. off their shirts yeah.
1: and waving it around <laughs> and everything. Now I know what yesterday was. Yesterday was the end of camp. End of that, you know, when Brent came out and said the next ten days are going to be the hardest ten days of the year. Yeah, yesterday was the end of that. And in <laughs> fact, he it's gave him. Street now. He gave him today off. Well, uh, Brent was at the event last night. We talked on stage or, or up in front of everyone, and they had a—I uh, can't remember what he called it. Boom! He got, he he said, uh, "Could you guys hear us on the other side of this wall?" Because we just had a what did he call it? It was a party basically. Um, I can't. I say uh, some boom something, boom session or something. I don't remember what he said. Anyway. Uh, we just had a party over there because we just finished, you know, camp, and I, I gave them tomorrow off because they had been going so good and everything. So I know that's what that was. Like, they were celebrating. They got to the end of the rugby field, torturous part of fall practice, and now they're going to start going into getting ready for an opponent and all that kind of stuff. But it was a celebration. It was the day when in the past you've seen them pull up the ice cream trucks and all that kind of stuff, you know, teaching. Everybody gets a popsicle, kind of a thing, which you <laughs> right. don't believe in treats for kids. But anyway, um, so I know what that was, but still, the, I'm not sure. The <laughs> they seem they do seem pretty excited about Katy Perry. So anyway. I'll
2: admit it's on my Fourth of July playlist for the Fourth of July parade, and I well, may I may I may scream it out and sing it as I'm driving along in the parade in my golf cart. So
1: it's a great Can't song. Get don't too much. Baby, you're a firework. Come on. <laughs> Um, I asked Brent last night, give me one player on offense and defense that has stood out to you most in the fall. He gave me one player on defense and two on offense. Hmm.
2: Would you like to take a guess? I would guess on defense, because I've heard him mention him a few times now, I would say Billy Bowman. And offense, I'll say. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang
1: on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Hang on. Holy
2: mackerel! Yeah, that's right. Billy Bowman was who he pointed out again. He's, he's he's again in love with Billy Bowman. That's what's worrying me about this. So. I love it, man. I. Uh, he was so highly thought of
1: coming in and had a disappointing year last year and. He could be a difference maker for them.
2: So I love it. Oh, but, I love man, it he, if I love it if it works out for Billy. What I'm saying is I've seen love. him do this. It's too much love, and then it puts a lot of pressure on the kid and the fans' expectations keep going up and up and up and up. Are you
1: worried this is a Bookie situation? Yes.
2: Yes. I got you. So You're scarred by Bookie. But wasn't hard for me to guess because like we've said, he's talked a lot about Billy. So all um, right, the two
1: guys on offense, one of them was Dylan Gabriel. We'll set him to the side. Kay. Guess the other
2: one. Uh Jake Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not right. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Coach K <laughs> takes an L <laughs> I'm sure he loves Jake Taylor, but that was not the other one <laughs> All right, the, Who was the other one? Uh like Theo, maybe Ga- Gavin Freeman. Huh. Name the- I haven't heard at all.
1: True freshman Wes Welker esque wide receiver from Heritage Hall High School. Right, five foot eight. Same high school, same size, same type player that Wes Welker was. Interesting. I've heard him. T- I've heard him talked about. The guys uh, t- t- Teddy was bragging on him, and um, you know when they landed him, I heard some of the recruiting guys say, "Hey, this guy's got a chance to play." Uh Brent pointed him out last night and said he's had as good of a fall as anybody, and anybody who has watched us would say he's been one of the stars of our camp. So I thought that was fascinating.
2: Yeah, not, 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 the not a six, name of was wide expecting you receiver. To say. Yeah.
1: Not Nick Anderson, not uh Jaden Gibson, not Javante Barnes, not Gavin Sawchuk, not Marvin Mims. I mean, he this is not a negative on any of those guys. But the one guy he spotlighted was Gavin Freeman, which way to go, kid. I mean, you're five foot eight running out there and you make an impression on the head coach like that. Pretty now I'm not opposed to having a uh Drake stoops and Gavin Freeman running around out there making plays across the middle. You know
2: what I mean? I think that's great. Oh, that'd be a lot of fun. See those two out there making plays, so not not who I was expecting you to uh, say, though, but um, little fiery dudes like that, I like it. I like it.
1: Uh, all right, I, a I like players. Uh,
2: football players I can look down on, you know.
1: Patty Gasso, by the way, last night, um, the goat in the house, said, uh, I asked her about the loss of Jocelyn Allo and the new girls that she has brought in this year. And she said, and I quote, we will be better. Oh, my gosh.
2: Of course they will. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? She is uh, she is that traveling team in a youth organization that everyone uh, dislikes now. It's like, uh, they're better than last year. How is this possible? Where did these kids come from? Uh, But she's doing it at an elite level <laughs> at a major it university. It was funny because
1: she started rattling off everybody they brought in. And she said, we got an All-American from Texas A&M. We got an All-American from Michigan. We got an All-American from Arizona State. We got an All-American from I don't even remember where. And she's going over, you know, all the new girls that have transferred here through the transfer portal. She said, uh, a lot of people don't like the transfer portal. We love the we've we've done fine in the transfer portal. <laughs>
2: I'm liking it. Nobody leaves us, and we all we take everyone else's.
1: But uh, Porter Moser was a little later in the ceremony, and he got up, and I asked him about his new faces this year, and he said, uh, "You guys remember when?" Uh, he's like, "I like my guys. I think we've improved." You guys remember when Patty was up here li- t- li- rattling off all the All Americans that she got in the transfer portal? Uh, that is not the case for us. <laughs> <laughs> not the case for anybody. <laughs> no, nobody you know? else. I'll take your best player. I'll take your best player. I'll take your best player. Um, that was a good night last night. Everybody, you know, It's the time of year. Here's the interesting thing, D.J. This was driven home yesterday. Everybody's zero and zero. It's the time of year when everybody is optimistic, optimistic. about how Optimism reigns, yes. It is also... The time of year when the fan base gets cranky. All well, that, the talk—that's talk, the, the tailgate the, issue. Yes, every. I was I I was in the car a lot yesterday, and uh, I had to drive to Norman for a photo shoot yesterday morning. Then I had to drive to Norman. I had a softball or a, a volleyball game to go to. And then I had to drive to Norman again for that event last night. So I've I've got about three and a half car hours probably, maybe four, yesterday. And so that was podcast time for me. I'd listen to the ref, and I would listen to podcasts. I listened to one OU podcast where it was just one gripe after another. Just a continuous you-know-what fest, TJ. (laughs) Tailgating, tickets, concessions, uh, administration, school, coaches, broadcasters, I mean, they just could not stop finding something to gripe about. And so I switched to another OU podcast. Same thing. Tailgating. Just gripe, 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 gripe. I'm not even saying they aren't legitimate concerns. I'm just saying, holy cow, everybody's in a bad mood right now. So I finally said, you know what? I've started, you're going to laugh at this. I've started listening to a Leeds podcast, TJ, for my favorite soccer team, Leeds United.
2: I am so embarrassed to be on the. It's radio called the with Square right Ball
1: now. Podcast, oh. and they tell me all about uh, my team and the team they just played. It's a game coming up, and they're <laughs> what funny. What are you
2: doing with your life?
1: I I go. I gotta have things to entertain me when I go on these walks, and I love soccer. Oh, so I gosh, said, "I'm I can't take soccer. any more of these OU podcasts griping about everything today. I'm going to listen to my Leeds podcast for a while. Same thing. Every player we've got is rubbish. The tickets cost too much. The owners don't <laughs> know do what they're doing. Accent. It's time to fire the manager. And it, that gave me a little bit of peace. And I was like, you know what? It's not just us. It's every fan of every team thinks that their players are garbage, their coaches are garbage, the people running the team don't know what they're doing, their athletic director, the, no, nobody, everybody's out to get them. I was like, golly. I got to find, so I, I, uh, I have this uh, uh, preacher out of uh, <laughs> Dallas that Skip Johnson turned me on to. <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, I'm going to have to listen to this guy. I got to <laughs> cleanse myself of all this negativity. Uh, <laughs> so I dialed him up for a few months, and he, felt, he made me feel better. He made me feel better about everything because he was finally I found someone positive. You know, so.
2: I felt like crud yesterday because I finished everybody. the Manti Teo, uh documentary. And by the end, I'm like, Manti, I'm so sorry about <laughs> the yeah. weeks of the torture I put you through back in 2012. You do owe him an apology. <laughs> I do. I'm apologizing do. now to him. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? Oh, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, crazy, man. Crazy how that got out of hand. Anyway, so we're two weeks out. Everybody's optimistic and cranky at the same time. We need some games to start getting played. So we'll be back.
0: The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit
2: 108. I'm Toby. He's TJ. Terry brings you this hour. It's the Triple T hour on the ref. Terry Saxon, Saxon Realty Group, home of the $8.99 listing fee. You say, back it up, Terry. You said $8.99. Back it up, Terry. Oh, Lord, $8.99. It's because that uh, thousands of extra dollars going in your pocket for your new circle drive, your new gargoyles, a pool, a pergola, whatever you're looking at. Uh, just moving costs. Back oh, up. up, back bag up. Back up! here. up, Terry. What are you say? it, Oh Oh, Lord. Lord, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. SaxtonRealtyGroup.com, 405-361-3380. I set that up for a very long time, giving him time to find that clip. Apologies to the texter. I was trying to return uh, a text message uh, to somebody. Okay, who's texting at seven twenty-five in the morning? Calm down, people. You're gonna feel bad about this. All right, but Chris Plank
1: texted me to let me know today was Lon Kruger's seventieth birthday.
2: Why am I gonna feel bad about that, Chris? Because you're criticizing. Take a nap. You just went to
1: bed. He's on the air right now. Oh, I know He's he probably doing is. doing a rival radio show right <laughs> what now. What is that?
0: Show. That's a new one. I don't know. <laughs> the
1: uh, Morning Men? What's The Morning Men?
2: The Morning Men mm-hmm. with The Manly I Men. I think that's a that's a serious XM thing. I right think there. it is, yeah. yeah. Well, happy birthday, Lon.
1: Lonnie Krueger yes. turning the big 7-0 today, according to Chris Plank. That's uh, the one and only source I have on this story at this point.
2: I can only hope I look... No and joke. And feel as good as Lon Kruger does at 70 years old because <laughs> um, he seems much younger than that and looks much younger than that, too. So mm-hmm. keep now doing what you're doing, Lon.
1: Speaking of bindle Bombs, he could still kick our butts in
2: everything oh, right now. there's no doubt. He'd probably walk out there and drain a three, walk out onto Skip's uh, field and hit a home run. So. He could shoot a 67 on the golf course today. <laughs> right. he could shoot his age. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. It always made me laugh how often people think we have jurisdiction in the entire state. Must be coming from a, uh, another police officer there.
1: Mm, okay.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't think, like, the normal person thinks, like, I wouldn't think about that or understand. Like, like, a police officer is a police officer. If a police officer sees a crime, a police officer is going to step in. I wouldn't think about, well, I'm not in my, like, there's a county line there. I can't really. That wouldn't be something I think I would think about.
2: This texture sums it up. Let me help. She would respond to a violent felony, but not a little misdemeanor. Agreed. Yeah. She sees something violent going on, something life-threatening, something she needs to step in on, uh, she'll do that. Uh, Someone smoking some weed on a boat on a lake, she's probably not saying a word to. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Expansion of tailgate guys on Lindsay for Walk of Champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that all, all right, ties together you. Yeah, Thanks okay. uh, They pay $200 for away games And watch on satellite TV And tailgate anyways Typically have sixty dollars to $70,000 outside the stadium Just for tailgating That's 918 Chris What's he, oh,
1: talking, wait. About, know,
2: what's he talking about? I, maybe it's the previous text I talked with a friend Okay, there was two of these And he sent them okay. back to back This is the first text I talked with a friend that goes to LSU games And he said it's five hundred. dollars to $1000 for a tailgate spot. They pay 200 for away games and watch uh on satellite TV and tailgate anyways, no, that's typically cool. 70,000 outside the stadium for tailgating. Okay.
1: So, I do think that is something that maybe I didn't understand and maybe a whole lot of people don't understand is that this is prevalent now. This has become a new thing to in the last 10 years, maybe 5 years this premium tailgating. And it and the easy thing to say is it's a money grab, which I'm sure that the university does make some money off of it. I'm not saying that they don't. But it is also a premium service that is in demand, much like a suite, exactly like a suite. It's a suite to tailgate in, is what it is. And... Now, what I don't know is what that tailgate area looks like from an enthusiasm, uh, raucousness standpoint compared to the free tailgating area. I don't know the answer to that. I have not walked around the stadium and said, there's the premium tailgates, there's the free tailgates, and compared whether these guys party as hard as those guys do. I don't know the answer to that. I think that concerns some people like these guys they're they're corporate they're sterile they're they're just a bunch of people sitting there in coats and ties I don't think that's the case honestly it may be in some I don't know but I don't think that's the case I think this is people that just don't want to have to drag their own stuff down there and set it up and camp out on Friday night and they're willing to pay or come together with some friends to pay some money and say hey set everything up for us we're going to come down to tailgate we don't have to worry about cleanup all that kind of stuff it's a premium service, and it is happening. I was looking at the – I was looking at these tailgate guys' website. I mean, the list of uh, schools that they do this for is basically a who's who in college football, like OSU does it. Uh, I mean, there's a ton of SEC schools on here, Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State. You know, it's kind of everybody's doing this now, so um, – I think they just rolled it out.
2: Isn't Jerry World all like that now where you buy the spot? I don't know. That's are you, how you kidding tailgate? Me? I'm pretty sure of course it is. Jerry Someone can correct is doing me if this. I'm wrong on that, but I, I think that's what Jerry World does now too. So. And again, I, I
1: don't want to be confused as saying that. I'm, I, I just think the two issues here are separate. Like they've expanded premium tailgating because there was a demand for that. What everybody else is mad about is – uh, there should be more area to tailgate along Lindsay and everywhere yes. else. And I agree. I agree. That would, that, I completely agree with that. But that's not like what this is about. You know what I'm saying, Teach? Like this thing that they issued has nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. It would still be nice. And I agree. It would be great if they would open up Lindsay Street. I think, like I said last time, if that whole north side of the stadium, that whole grassy area over there, was just a giant tailgate, that would look so cool. But going to be trashed i mean you're just gonna the university is gonna have to be okay with the fact that that's all going to be torn up and i don't know that they are yet so i don't know what the right answer is here i we do need to have a better tailgating scene than what we have now how we go about that i don't have the answer
2: Last one here before we get to the break and the countdown. The casual tailgate is going to crowd out the traditional tailgate as long as more money can be made. Straight cash, homie. That's what it's all about.
1: But they didn't take away any
2: tailgating. Yeah, there wasn't tailgating in this spot anyway previously. Right. Yeah.
1: And there's not going to be anything in this spot next year because they're building a building there.
2: Perfect this scenario away. for them to make some extra money this year. There's no doubt about that. They did not take away any tailgating spots that there were last year
1: for all the free tailgating and everything that there was last year. They Temporarily, one year while this while they're in between building this building, said, let's put some more premium tailgates here. That's what they're doing.
0: We'll be back. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call
2: 405-735-5510. Kyle's bromance with Kirby finally caught up to him. Good evening everyone, I'm TJ Perry Moonbez and welcome to Big Brother Coach's Edition. Kyle and Kirby's bromance KK finally caught the attention of everyone in the house, sending the Ute packing. Tonight, another house guest will be evicted. But first, before leaving, Kyle felt the wrath of Zingbot. Kyle! show 2022 top 25 countdown brought to you by criminal defense attorney carter jennings get the defense you deserve with carter jennings law 405-659-7221 or visit carterjenningslaw.com now with today's team here's the voice of the sooners toby (laughs) Rowland.
1: You all get you got
2: you all get a uh, <laughs> refund on today's show. I apologize. Oh my god! <laughs>
1: stupidest show we've ever done. Uh, now, see, a couple of things there. So Kirby and Kyle Whittingham had a, a, bromance, a bromance alliance yeah, kind of thing.
2: The KK bromance. And everybody found out about it and they busted yep, it up. Yep. They
1: sent Kyle home. All right. And uh, now, what did Zing Bond say? There, I was having a little bit of a uh, hard what time. What do you call a Utah
2: football player with a ring? A thief. <laughs>
1: It's pretty good by Zingbot. I am not caught up on Big Brother by the way. I w- we watched Wednesday night show last night. I still need uh, to watch last night's 2 you hour bum. show. Boom.
2: Like I did not I did not remember last night's was a 2 hour episode and we started it late and I'm like, "Oh no, we're going to be up I'm late." Sorry. And Katie's like, I'm sorry. oh, we're going to be up late." And I was like, "I got to watch it." I'm sorry. <sighs> I you should have you,
1: I should you should have texted me. I'm sorry. The I last couple of nights I've been i have been busy. I I apologize.
2: now that uh, Saying all that, I knew you were having this event last night. Drake had told yeah. me about it, so Oh man. I'm sorry. Um all right, why don't
1: you cue up the fight song for number seven and we'll hit that here in a second. Let's remind you from whence we have come. I mean we don't got many teams left here now. Uh Nebraska at twenty five, Kansas State twenty four, old miss twenty three. That started a run on SEC teams. You had Arkansas twenty two, Tennessee twenty one, then twenty three, then back to twenty one, Kentucky at twenty. USC came in at 19, followed by Texas at 18, then Wisconsin 17. 16 was Oregon. Mike Gundy's one handed push up. The Oklahoma State Cowboys came in at 15, North Carolina State 14, Baylor 13, Auburn 12, Miami 11. This week, LSU 10, Texas AM 9, Oklahoma, excuse me, Notre Dame 8 utah seven i'm sorry at seven boy i've really butchered this at seven yesterday <laughs> you got me confused now. i'm sorry <laughs> uh,
2: uh, that's my stomach Utah's jumped spot. just a second ago thinking "Oh, i'm not utah, i'm not prepared for today utah at seven which brings us to today the number six ranked
1: team in the t-roll in the morning show top 25 college football countdown is
2: Has this one been on the countdown before?
1: I think we've had him a couple huh. of times.
2: Sounds familiar but good. That's good. That's a good thing. The Oklahoma Sooners coming at number 6. Boy, I botched that. Didn't I, I gave it away like I don't know what is that? <laughs> That's why my stomach jumped. I'm like, "Wait a minute, who's today? I thought OU was today." They weren't 8. Countdown brought to you by the Carter Jennings Law Firm.
1: Carter Jennings can uh, sponge things. What all does Carter do, uh, TJ? We have established yesterday he has not yet been to the Panhandle, but he's been to like. He hasn't counties. been to the Panhandle.
2: Uh, he said, criminal let defense let me, attorney. Let me find his
1: text because he was offering a deal for anybody who called him from the Panhandle. Oh, really? Go ahead and read what you're going uh, to read.
2: DUI, drug possession, uh, expungement. You know, if you need trouble, you find yourself in trouble out there. Uh, Juvenile charges. He can help you with all kinds of different areas. He's a great criminal defense attorney right here in Oklahoma City. CarterJenningsLaw.com.
1: He said, nope, uh, he hasn't been to the panhandle. The first case I get in the panhandle gets a 50% discount and tickets to the
2: Kent State game. (laughs) Wow, 50%. And we'll travel that far. That's amazing. That's exactly right.
1: The Oklahoma suitors TJ, come in at number six on the countdown. Brent Venables takes over as head coach for OU after a highly successful run as defensive coordinator at Clemson. He replaces Lincoln Riley. New quarterback Dylan Gabriel comes from UCF after Caleb Williams departs to also go to USC. Gabriel over 8000 yards and 70 touchdowns in 2 years at UCF. Running game pretty deep. Now that we, I mean now that we get into this thing not only Eric Gray, but Marcus Major, the two highly touted freshmen, Javante Barnes and Gavin Sawchuck, there as well. Wide receiver core looks very deep, led by Marvin Mims. Uh, love the new kids. It sounds like that uh, Jaden Gibson, six foot five, six foot six freshman wide receiver, and Dick Anderson, Rodney's little brother, have really been turning heads. Jalil Farouk had a very nice Alamo bowl. Uh, Gavin Freeman was mentioned by the head coach last night as being a standout early on. Drake Stoops is back this year. Theo Weiss is back this year. And there are more. LV Bunkley-Shelton, J.J. Hester. The offensive line is really what you circle for me on that side of the ball and say that's got to be better. And – The encouraging thing is, the word out of camp is that it has been. Now, the proof is in the pudding, Teach. We shall see when they get out there. The offensive line allowed 33 sacks a year ago. Three starters back from that O-line. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? They've added McCabe and Sounds like there's some competition up there. Uh, The TCU transfer's fighting for a spot. Savion Bird's been impressing, but... They have to be better this year on the offensive line. If they are, if they are better on the offensive line, watch out. Jeff Levy's offense is going to put up a bunch of points. They're going to go fast. Defensively, you know Ted Roof's in charge, but that's Brent Venable's side of the ball. He wants to be more aggressive than we've seen in the past. Um, I think people are excited. The question is, who are the difference makers there? You've got uh, a bunch of guys who have played some solid, if not spectacular, football and a bunch of new faces. Who will be the guys at the end of the year that we say that ha- that guy has developed into a star? The Sean White's been solid for this team. Can he take a step up? David Aguebu has flashed, but can he be better? We were excited by what we saw at of Danny Stutzman in short spurts last year. Can he become a star for this team? Jalen Redman had the big scoop and score. And, again, he's another guy that in spurts has played great but has frequently been injured. Can he be consistent? Where will they get pass rush from? Ethan Downs, perhaps. Marcus Stripling, perhaps. These are all guys that haven't been asked to do it yet, though, on a regular basis for this team. Uh, Woody Washington is going to have one corner spot, we think. What about the other side? Will it be D.J. Graham? Will it be uh, Kenai Walker? The back end, we've heard exciting things about Billy Bowman, Key Lawrence. Justin Harrington has apparently been the star of the fall so far. So there's a bunch of guys on defense to be excited about, but nobody that has really done it yet as far as you know, being one of those top 100 guys that ESPN released going into the year. Somebody will. Hopefully five, six, seven, 6, somebodies will become stars this year, and I think there's a good chance for that under the guidance of Brent Venables, but we shall see. The schedule's friendly. Uh, UTEP, Kent stay at home. Then they go to a scary game against Nebraska on the road in Week 3. Scary because it's so early. K-State at home, at TCU, Texas, Kansas, at Iowa State. Uh, that perks your ears up a little bit. Baylor, they get them in Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium this year after Baylor beat them last year down in Waco. Then they finish at West Virginia, OSU at home, and at Texas Tech. OU's got the best talent in the Big 12, Teach. I think they win the Big 12. They compete for a college football playoff spot. They might have to go undefeated to get there. Uh, Can a one-loss Big 12 champion with this schedule get in? Maybe, maybe not. There's not a non-conference Ohio State or big-time opponent to hang your hat on this year. So they might have to run the table to get there. But this is the best squad in the Big 12, the most talent. Got to keep Dylan Gabriel healthy. Not sure about the backup quarterback situation if he goes down, but... Uh you should win the Big 12 this year. In my opinion, IMHO. OU at number six, too high, too lower. Just right.
2: Hold on. Alright, I think I'm ready. Uh just right. Uh <laughs> what was that? I had a sneezing fit right when oh. you came to me. Um, okay. <laughs> I think it's over with. Uh just right, in my opinion. I think you've got them placed uh, perfectly. I think they're an upper level. Uh, top 10 team, but not quite top 5, but will be a team that if some of this comes together, like you said, we'll be right there in the mix for a playoff spot at the end of it. We'll be in the conversation. We'll be waiting to see if three, four, five stumble on those last uh, few weeks, or they just can be more impressive. Uh, closing out the year and in a big 12 championship game to make that jump so i think you've got them just right with the amount of questions they are new staff coming in uh um, everything you just that's mentioned. good I, that's a good you're, thing. You're, you're perfect on uh on ou where you've got so them slotted
1: what you're telling me is
2: after in your opinion they lose the opener to utep they'll run the table I never said that they would lose to UTEP. That is Drake being a moron, like he's. I'm uh, going to tell you right uh, now, UTEP will it. beat OU in um, the opening week. He took the uh, quote from me saying Texas would beat Alabama, and then took me talking about you saying UTEP would beat Oklahoma and <laughs> clipped it together. I'm just okay. exposing the truth now. in my Netflix documentary coming up soon, Untold <laughs> Truth: The Drake Dyken Story. Look for I think it on I Netflix.
1: I think I understand. Coming up at eight thirty this morning, the color analyst for the Oklahoma Radio broadcast, oh, Ted Layman, Butkus Award winner. Gosh,
2: what are you Will join doing us live the on the show today. What are you doing we got to a the people?
1: Power packed last half hour of the show today. Ted Layman and
0: Porter Moser coming up in the last thirty <laughs> minutes of the show. We shall be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380.
2: Terry Saxon, Saxon Realty Group, bring you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Find out more about their eight ninety nine dollars listing fee. Give Terry or Jackie a call, 405-361-3380, or visit them online, saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Probably didn't help that a certain local influencer released a video about tailgating and got his crew all lathered up the day before the university announced this tailgating setup. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, lathered is a good word. The answer to that is quit allowing him to be an influencer and quit following him on social media. That's a my suggestion there. <laughs> uh, I think... <laughs> By the way, I'm wearing my Fletcher's Corny Dog t-shirt today. I'm the true influencer, as we found out in this state. It's a money grab. It's a money
1: grab. By the way, if you'd like to buy our t-shirts and eat shrimp, you can go to our
2: website. My t-shirt it's that's a money worthless. Grab. It's a money grab. If things come back to that street. <laughs> I've got no more shtick. I think most Oklahoma fans. I'm teasing you. Medium, calm down. I think most Oklahoma fans are thinking more public tailgating equals a good thing, but more corporate tailgating equals not so good. Uh Uh-huh. Agree. That's what most of are are thinking. Boring corporate people. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff shirts. They wear ties to the game. Uh, Earlier in the show, the spot must have came on the affiliate. It just simply says. Chippy! <laughs> oh, man, I haven't heard Chippy in a while. I continue to listen and listen and have not heard this. I don't think it exists. I think you guys are all messing with me at this That's, point. We've never had anybody send us the spot never, separately. No.
1: from mm-hmm.
2: uh, T-Row, the biggest high school game is next week at uh, TU when Owasso, plays Bixby on Thursday night. There you go. There you go.
1: That's a big one. You know, uh, the Owasso Rams, extra inspired by their intro videos again this year. So uh, that's my pick to win that one. Owasso, the Rams.
2: Morning, buddy. Hey, great countdown so far. What do you think about the tortilla slap game on ESPN Plus's OU show? Who was that Dylan Gabriel was fighting with? What a fun game. Have a good day.
1: Well, that's been all over social media for a long, for several weeks now. The tortilla slap. you ever game seen it in person? Uh, no, no, I haven't. It's no. great. It's great. Um, you, dr- you take a drink of water. You hold yeah. the water in your mouth. And then you slap each other with a tortilla until somebody breaks and spits the water out. Yes. Whoever spits the water first
2: loses. Laughing. I think the funniest um, one I've seen is The Rock and Kevin Hart uh, doing the Tortilla oh, Challenge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin <laughs> Hart couldn't last very long before he just busts out laughing after slapping The Rock with a tortilla. Did he have
1: to get on <laughs> to, I was about to, to say
2: he had to almost jump to reach him, to, <laughs> to slap him, but it was pretty funny. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, ask Teddy about the pop singers, especially Lady Gaga. He drools over her. I don't understand that. Teddy does love, love some Lady talented. Gaga.
1: He does, and we have a very limited time with Ted. I don't want to waste any talking about pop singers or tailgating. What are you we're talking focus about? On football today, let's talk about Lady Gaga. We're going to focus on the X's and O's today of Oklahoma football. Seven fifty-eight, top of the hour break. We'll be back.